Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, um, we're back <laughs> right now on a hey. Wednesday night. We sure are. Hi, Mary Rudzinski. Um, my Mare Bear, Maracuda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maracuda and Saracuda. <laughs> I can't just steal your nickname for me and say it, but um, I just did. I like just, it. I just wanted to for fun. Um, I hope everyone had a good holiday. I mean, they're still going. It's not. I mean, it, actually, tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, Saracuda, tomorrow is your birthday. Well, tonight yeah. is like your, it's like the real New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's birthday Eve. Yeah. So it tomorrow's is. my birthday. And we are here with, you know, the matchmaking special for you married at first sight folk. It's back. It's back. There is a kickoff special tomorrow night, but we, our podcast comes out on Thursdays, so that's not going to get covered and that's fine because it's probably, we got enough to do, you know, we got enough season coming yeah. up that we're going to get, you're going to get all, you're going to get all the content you need. Um, so yeah. this is just going to be a little bit of the matchmaking special because it was just kind of fun and, um, and we had some thoughts. And then, yeah. uh, and then Mary and I both really enjoyed talking about wellness trends. I think was that on Patreon last week. Yeah, we I think it them? was actually both, wasn't it? Oh, I don't even know. I don't know if we went over. Who at this point, Sarah? I'm just happy <laughs> that I still know my name and address and <laughs> last four digits of my sosh. My brain is fried. It's it's uh it's fair it's fair it's a it's the holiday season and you've been in Vegas for a few days so yeah. Um, I yeah we're gonna we had some more com completely fun wellness trends that are different from the ones we've already discussed so that's gonna be that's gonna be the rest of the other half of this podcast so it's a fun Thursday you get your married at first sight content from the matchmaking special you get that and then we head over to Patreon and we we'll keep going on all of it probably that's where um, we'll go do didn't we last year do our predictions after the matchmaking special and we were so wrong uh, it wasn't even funny we did those on Patreon so maybe we'll do that today too. Yeah, no, that's a good idea because I, I mean, we were so wrong and then I still, I bring it up. I do think it's so funny that my prediction for one couple was I don't care. So we'll see <laughs> if, if that happens this season as well. Um, yeah, I mean, boy, they really, uh, they're really not padding it, but it's like the granular detail down to the undies, you guys just getting a real background on these people, aren't we? Lots of, there was a lot of underwear talk and Dr. Pepper called two different women sexy, which I really like that word. I just don't feel like I've heard her say that before. So I don't, do you know what I mean? She was like, she's yeah. very sexy. And I was like, oh, that's a good word. That's, it's not, she's very pretty. Like there's just so much more to being sexy. And I was, now I feel like I'm going to start using that. Me and Pep going around calling you everybody sexy. You're just yeah, going to be like, oh, you're, <laughs> hey, girl, you're sexy. Yeah, split screen to some, some weird lawsuits and shit, harassment. <laughs> you're just going around calling everybody sexy. No, you're right. I thought Pepper looked a little sexy. Am I? Something wrong with me? She looked amazing. 
She did. She looks great. I, I, whatever she's doing, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, DM her. Maybe it's that lube that she sells that's keeping her young. But uh, CBD I was gonna lube. Say, it's like she's putting it on her face. Her face looked great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. We didn't see the rest of her, but yeah, she looked nice. She, you know what? They <laughs> I think Pep felt sexy, and that's why she's marching around sharing it with the world. She's feeling sexy, and so she's identifying that in other people. I like it. They should have just done a whole episode about Dr. Pepper bringing sexy back because I would, I'd watch that. <laughs> um, <laughs> right before we get into it, do not forget, yes, we do have our Patreon. As mentioned, it is going to have your bonus content for Married at First Sight. Every time, every episode for the season that we end uh, after a good hour on here, we head over there and we do another half hour or so and because we can't stop talking about it and when it's not married at first sight we just do other fun content and then also you get sunday episodes with that which is just fun topics and so if you enjoy listening to us you'll enjoy those they're just fun silly non-tv related most of the time topics um and don't forget to be on our socials are you my podcast on instagram Join Are You My Podcasters, the Facebook group, where it is a lively, fun, fun group. There's always a Wednesday night thread for Married at First Sight. And then also everyone just posts their asses off in there and has a nice time. <laughs> it is a family, a family. And I want it. So I, I, we're going to get right into Married at First Sight. But I must ask you first, how was your Christmas? Did you have a nice time? I did. I had a nice Christmas. Uh, John and I uh, basically just just sit around and drink champagne and watch Christmas movies and eat food oh. and have a nice time. That Advent thing with you guys with the liquor on your Instagram stories is probably one of my favorite Christmas traditions at this point. You guys got a little bit of a late start this year and I like it. Yeah, we sort of start whenever we want to. Um, some poor woman on Instagram tried to yell at me. She goes, why are you starting this on the 19th? And I go, oh, sorry, was this not on your schedule? Because um, I'm <laughs> salty like that. But first of all, because the first ad, so if you guys don't know what she, Mary's talking about on Instagram, which I'm at Sarah Colonna one, I we do an advent, a liquor advent calendar. It started in, I think, the pandemic. Someone had given us this awful advent calendar that was like the worst liquors, off-brand things you've never heard of. And we found it. Like someone left it at our holiday party and we found it and we we're like, let's open this. And we just started doing it in December. And then we found another one and we um, did it all. We finished it all on New Year's Eve and just got hammered oh. doing it. And it became a thing where people were like, where's the advent calendar? But we couldn't find... Uh, everyone I found was like good, like had Grey Goose and Belvedere. At, and I was like, that's not fun. That's the whole no, point. You need like the jelly belly, like the jelly. Yeah. Like everybody avoids the popcorn jelly bean in the mi You need like this weird shit. That's yes. what. That's yeah. what that's the spirit of the advent calendar for us. So we went to our liquor store on the corner, which you're familiar with. And mm -hmm. we brought little bags, advent calendar bags that John found um, on Amazon. And we had them take the, like the low shelf stuff that nobody buys from the little mini bottles oh. and just put them in two in each bag. And every day it's a surprise for us. The other day we opened uh, St. Germain, which someone was like, that's not a shot. And I'm like, no, it's certainly not. It's definitely not a shot. It's supposed no. to be in a mixed drink. I don't mm -hmm. recommend drinking it straight. I, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I think you guys 
our advent advent calendar trailblazers. And I think that you're a lot of fun. And I say that in the most genuine way because nobody thinks of this ship except for you and your husband. And it's my favorite thing. It really is. The best part is we always do like sometimes we'll forget or if like one night we were out with friends, we got home, went to bed and I was like, oh, crap, we didn't do it last night. And then (laughs) but usually we do it after we're sitting around, you know, it's the holidays watching a movie and. So John gets up and every night now I've not, I'm like, you have a red wine in your hands every time we do this. So he's like a red wine chaser for every advent calendar. Yeah. So that's, people are pointing that out. So that's fun. (laughs) That's a lot of fun. I like it. I like it a whole bunch. And I honestly think this could be, I mean, if you, if you and John Ryan came out with your own advent calendar every year with with weird liquors, I would I, I'm gonna get behind the idea, but I think it would be a really cool business model thing for you guys. I gotta get with I gotta find out how to do that. But I, but it's gotta be that's the thing is these companies have to <laughs> endure people being like, ooh, this tastes like hot garbage. So I'm not sure that right. they're gonna want to do that well, is the only problem. All right. Maybe I, I yeah, maybe just a fun idea is good enough. It doesn't have to turn into a business. I always Well, I would that, like No, I would like it to. I'm just trying to think of how. Actually, we had one the other night that was like a not it was like a different um, Irish cream that I hadn't heard of. Bailey it was not Bailey's. It was a different one and it was really good, but the problem is it was warm because we don't keep them in the oh. refrigerator or anything. So it was just like warm Irish liquor liqueur. So, um Irish cream liqueur. So, but it was delicious. Um, Listen, I know I know this isn't Shark Tank and I'm leaving this topic, but you know how I am. Just very quickly keep in mind when you do come up with this, make the advent calendar be something that, that goes in the refrigerator. That's a good idea. In the refrigerator. That's it. Yeah. I mean Pe- people keep suggesting that we refrigerate it, and I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> and then Oh, okay. but now we're just now hurting. No, but now we're hurting ourselves. So you're right. Next year maybe I'm gonna refrigerate it. Um Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself a fighting chance. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, good. I'm glad you make me happy during the holidays. I'm glad I get to be a fly on the wall of the kitchen of you and John. <laughs> thank, thank you. Um, you know, I Mary. Just real quick, we we should start this. Uh, <laughs> I have shows in January in at, at Ve- in Vegas at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club, uh, January twelfth through the fifteenth, and I believe you have Austin shows. Yes. I'll be at Cap City um, January 13th and 14th. So, yes, uh, marywoodzinski.com for tickets or Cap City. Um, and you too, right, Sarah? SarahColona.com? Yeah. SarahColona.com. And then there's February, there's a Dallas show. And then March, I'm going right outside my hometown in Lowell, Arkansas, right outside of Fayetteville. So all my Arkansas people better show up. Um, those are all on the, on SarahColona.com. Married at First Sight matchmaking special what do you think first of all just what's your what's your overall thoughts on the nashville couples overall thoughts they all seem very nice um yes i felt like i would it was you know spoiler alert i was able to sort of see who they were going to put together before they did the final announcement you know, that didn't, I wasn't like, oh, what? Um, I, one thought was, I feel like Kale and Pepper, it's like, you know, fool me once. Like, I feel like they showed a lot of their sort of what goes into their decision making process almost so that maybe they get 
they don't get shit on as much when things don't work <laughs> out. Like, I feel like they were trying to get us on board because I was kind of like, well, yeah, no, that that makes total sense. Like, those people belong together. So later, when one of them is a sociopath and the other one's like a secret nympho with another family in a different city, they'll be like, well, you were, how are we going to know? See what we did there? That's how yeah. I Yeah. I know. I, I. It was funny because at the be- very beginning, they were like, you know, this process works. And I was like, did you guys watch last season? I don't think any of them are together. I don't think Lindsay and Miguel are even together now. I mean, I can't confirm or deny, but I don't, they haven't, they've both gone pretty, she's well, just running around no ring on. So I I don't think they're together. Sarah, I, I think you're right about that. I don't believe they're together either. They also, in almost like a bragging way, they're like, to date, there are 13 couples still together. I'm going to be like, bitch, there were 16 <laughs> seasons right now. 15 <laughs> leading up to that. You still yeah. don't, you're, 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 uh, you don't even, you're not even averaging <laughs> one per season that oh. stays together. I mean, like, I these are good numbers, you guys. And I guess on the kickoff special, it looked like there was a. It looked like they show Stasha being there. So I guess we'll find out what happened with her and Nate because they don't appear to be together anymore either. And um, <sighs> you know that's tonight. If you guys are listening to this on Thursday, that's tonight. So sorry we don't get to cover it. But also, like I said, premieres next week. So buckle up. We're, we're gonna have, we got yeah. a lot to lot to cover. Um, <laughs> Full steam ahead. Uh huh. I I would actually. I honestly with with watching. I I felt like. They showed a little bit more of the interview process. You know, they showed it was almost like American Idol where they showed some of the people like they thank God they didn't pick like the girl who was like, I'm an angel and I have wings, but I keep them hidden. And I was like, no. Oh, yeah. If you if you if you picked her, I'd have already thrown my TV out the front door and just (laughs) locked myself in the house so I couldn't go pick it back up. So, <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Like to see a couple, not, not, I'm not using the word bad egg, but to see some people that were a little fringy, a little different where you're like, nah, I don't know if I could handle a million episodes of this person. Yeah. And I was actually thinking, watching more of the interview process like that, I I felt some sympathy for Cal and Pep. I was like, if this was my situation, if I had to sit there and listen to the all these people in the interview process, it's probably—I mean, it's a possibility that I just, just, just pull out a blender, turn it on, stick my tongue in it, and just stare at them <laughs> until they all shut up. I just, yeah. Or you'd be yeah. you have to be halfway through the month of your advent calendar to get through it because <laughs> there's yeah. no, there's absolutely no way I could sit in. The, and it's also so telling about someone's character not character I don't even know personality maybe of like the things that they're like you know like if I said to you like oh Sarah tell me about yourself I mean some of the shit that people just real quick get to you're just like wow that's that's where you are yeah that's honest yeah that's yeah (laughs) yeah I well because that like the the girl Emma who they almost picked and I'm glad they didn't because she just she's 29 and she just yeah. kept saying, I'm just waiting for my man. I'm just waiting for my man. I'm just, and what would you say to your future husband? I'd say, hurry up. I'm waiting for my man. And I'm like, I mean, I understand it. And some people genuinely just want to be married younger. And and and, and, and she is almost 30. It's not like she's 19. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably um, on an island here to feel like that is a little bit too aggressive. Of I just felt like you don't have to... 
I don't know. I didn't get married till I was 40. Well, Nobody listened well, to me. Well, I was going to say, I'm a lady of a certain age. I'm not married yet. I'm still hoping it happens. You know, still looking. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Just still kidding, looking. Mark. <laughs> just kidding. But but it's also like there's a part of me that's kind of like, all right, girl, you got to suffer through it and be, you know, suffer through it with the rest of us. Like it doesn't happen overnight for everybody. And just shut up. You know, life is good. You'll be fine. Yeah, life is. I think I just when I it's again. You, I, I understand because everyone's different, and I never grew up being like I want to get married. I can't wait to get married. When am I getting married? I just happened to find someone at, in my you know late thirties that I wanted to marry, so I got married. Um, but sorry, Mary, I keep saying I'm married, and I know that you're you know you're not. Yeah, no, I mean hasn't proposed, but it's I don't fine. know if you're, you're going to be fine. Well, I don't know if it's because me because you know that like. Uh, Kale value, you know, marriage shows if someone's proposed to, it means that they're <laughs> valuable because he he's really impressed when someone's been proposed to more than once. So I think you're saying it for Kale to hear this, that maybe yeah. you just have a little marriage credit up in here and that's fine. <laughs> Someone's I'm not someone's really carrying salty. a carrying a grudge from last season. Yeah. Oh sure no. Are. no. Who's that? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Um yeah, I just I just felt like, but I I don't see it. I'm not saying it's bad to want to get married and to know that you want to get married, but it feels like for this show specifically too, if it's if it's someone that's just like just waiting for my man, waiting for my man, I'm 29, that they're probably going to be less um I don't know, not picky, but Maybe they're just going to be like, that's it, I'm married, and not really, you know, put up yeah. with something they shouldn't, or it just it just gives me pause. And so I was surprised that they were considering her that long, and I'm just glad they didn't pick her, that's all. Well, and was, is it Kirsten, who's only 25, but she, and then she was described Dominique. as the old, oh, Dominique. I was going to yeah. say, I didn't take good notes here and I didn't get everybody's names down. I'm like, but wh- whoever the 25-year-old was and they referred to her as an old soul, she really did feel very mature. You know, she seemed like her views on marriage, again, were a little less what you were talking about with Emma, you know, like yes. a little bit more just sort of, yeah, this is what I'm looking for. Not like, oh, you know, betroth yeah. me, you know. Yes, just exactly. more realistic. Yeah. yeah, that was Dominique because I was because I at first I was like, all right, quit calling her an old soul. But then I not that I don't I like that term. I'm pretty sure I was an old soul 25, just mostly in my face. But um, she, she just <laughs> I, I just was like, all right, it felt like they just got a couple uh, words for people and just kept kept using it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like old. Of, I yeah. It, the guy that they paired her with McKinley. I, I don't. I can't conf- handle that name for a man. And I know is, is that it's the first time I've ever heard of a McKinley for a man. Is that correct? Have you ever heard that? I have. Yeah, you it have. Okay, they were calling him Mac for short. Mac. Which I kind of, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a nice name. It just caught me off guard. My little brain yeah. is so limited. No, I I have heard it before, but maybe it's not that common for. A man, but maybe it's one of the ones in 2023 that now everyone's going to name their kid McKinley. I mean, I can't keep up with the trends, Mary. No, me neither, girl. <laughs> well, Sorry. I was so, I, I hate when they were talking to him and then it came, 
clear at the end uh, when they talked about it, but I hate when they say someone's an entrepreneur, right? Because, um, mm. and then they don't explain it. So they're just sitting there and, and calling him an entrepreneur and they're saying, and, but Cal's pressing him on that saying, are you adequate financial, are you in an adequate financial position because you're an entrepreneur? And I'm like, what did he Preneur. What did he What's the entrepreneur? Yeah, what did he preneur? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I because what does that mean? And then uh, I was yelling at my uh, at my TV, and John was like, it, "Sometimes it just means nothing," is what it means. But then at the end, they talked about when Pepper came to visit him in a hard hat, which was adorbs, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. He should have started that interview with that hard hat. I know. Well, so he's working in construction, but it said because he was he was in cannabis before, so he must have had some sort of can- cannabis company. But it's not legal in Tennessee. So he, so I'm like, but why did you move somewhere where your preneur chip was <laughs> illegal? illegal? Yeah, you want a preneur where your thing is legal, where you can <laughs> be open about your preneuring. I like that we just invented a new word, preneur. Um, I don't, it actually might be, no, it's not right. Um, I do, <laughs> I'm just going to give myself some credit that's not there, but I, I liked him. So yeah. I, I thought, yeah. I actually feel, kind of felt like they seemed like a good match, but I just, I don't like the vagueness sometimes of all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, especially when they're, at, you know, asking questions like, how big of a dick do you want? Kirsten or whoever, you know, when Pepper went there with her about the equipment, which I almost would rather Pepper just say dong than equipment. (laughs) I'm not sure that's comfortable for me. I'm sorry. No, I was drinking water. I was like spit it out on my laptop. If she said dong, I don't know if I'd... (laughs) I don't know what I'd do. I don't know if I'd go to therapy or if I'd just get a t-shirt that says dong. I don't know. I don't know how I'd celebrate it. She'd be like, no, girl, we 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 did we went the extra mile. He's got a sexy dong. You're all set. Yeah, I mean equipment. I, I just I can't do it. Um seven to eight inches though. She's she's just um she's putting Asking. out there what she's looking mm-hmm. for. You know? Yeah. Put it out yeah. in the universe a little bit. Right. Yeah, she definitely um, has that. I don't. I honestly, and this is the truth. I have no idea. I don't either. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know. don't know what's. I don't. I can't. I barely know what how long a foot is, and then, and I sure don't well, want a dick to be one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, all I all I know is that uh, I yeah. Oh, well, sames, samesies, because when she was saying that in my head, you know, and then if you're by yourself, usually watching a show like that and that like peppers dropping inches and numbers, I'm like holding it up, trying to see myself with my hands. I have no idea what I'm doing. And all I know is in my travels, there was only one guy where I was like, wait, is that it? So I, but I still even then had no idea what was going on in terms of, you know. Right. In my travels. <laughs> um that really makes me laugh for some reason in my in my tr- dong travels, um, my dong journeys. Yeah, yeah. There between that and that one girl that had the stripper pole, and then and Pepper going through everyone's underwear drawer. I was like, okay, we, we get it. Um, I think Pepper's just horny, honestly. <laughs> I mean, she might be. She and her husband don't live in the same house, so I, I it's possible that she's just like 
you know, I'm tired of it's cold. It's the winter time. I have to walk over there to get some and it's cold, you know, and yeah. so it's maybe she's a, I'll tell you one thing. Sorry, wow. I just changed subjects in my head because I got excited when I saw it on my notes. The songs this year, because it's in Nashville. <gasps> They're all country, aren't they? They're going to be fun. There was one. Yes. Like cornbread and butter, like sweet tea and us, we get together, it's nice, or something like that. I, the, <laughs> the end, I missed. But something about cornbread and butter we and We get sweets. together, it's nice. <laughs> I think I made up that part. But the cornbread and butter and sweet tea and ice song, I don't know. Oh. The, the, their stock songs for the season might be pretty solid. I'm well, I, I now I ha- I'm in. I'm ashamed if, to say that I forgot a little bit about the song thing, but thank God you didn't. And thank God we have, we're not going to miss a bad lyric even one time, <laughs> which makes me so happy. No, we're not. We're not. There was actually one, another time that um, Dr. Like Pepper was walking and um, where was she? I forget where they were going. She was going to meet maybe um, Christopher or something. I forget where it was, but um, she, it was... <laughs> They were showing her going to walk to meet. Maybe it was Nicole because remember when she got on that chair and it was like too tall and she was trying to get up there. Um, oh, <laughs> that was when she went went to go meet the the girl Nicole to tell her that she was getting married. And for some reason, they did like a slow mo of Pepper walking, and they played this song. It was like, and it was not country. It was like, I feel like a CEO when I walk in a room. I'm a boss. You should know. And she was slow walking. <laughs> it was- fantastic oh look at i mean i feel like they this their song game is improving every season this is pepper's hot pepper's a pepper's a power bitch she's it feels like a ceo when she walks in a room she's a boss you should know that's it well that's her song that's her theme song forever now she's sexy and she's looking for that equipment <laughs> um i okay one one little takeaway that i was this kind of came some of these people felt a little interviewee more than normal. Yeah. Did, did mm-hmm. you feel that? Mm-hmm. Like, and then I almost feel like it felt like the the experts were almost pushing for that. Like when Pep, I'm trying to f- remember who it was, when Pepper went in to tell someone, one of the girls that they were being matched, and they were like, well, what would you do if on your honeymoon – uh, he was being distant, or I forget what the question was, and then it was like, "Well, I would try to uncover what the problem was," and that you know, and it was just like very interview. Yes, yes, I do remember that, and I, I, I don't. Maybe they always do the hypotheticals. I don't remember them, but I've also my brain is completely turned into mush from watching this for fifteen straight seasons now 16 so i don't make there it's i don't remember any hypotheticals but it was it was yeah it was kind of interesting which and and doing that made them become more interviewee because exactly that's what you do in a job interview you say what would you do if the copy machine in this situation yeah (laughs) exactly yeah just walk just go to lunch early but yeah i feel like it was prompted by the experts, definitely. It just felt a little more interviewee. I mean, Kale's feeling himself this season. I think that's fun. He seemed uh, he seemed raring to go. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I know one thing. That Nicole and Chris, was that weird to you when he guessed the name Nicole and that she's brunette? 
Yeah, it was weird. That was weird. I, I, I don't feel like, I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would set that up because I think they want the, they definitely want it to be authentic. Like they don't know their names and they don't know their, what they look like. I think they, no matter what else they might kind of push for in storylines, that's sure like, that's, that was interesting to me. Yeah. And that, to your point, I, that's why I believed it so much because if it, if for one little iota it wasn't authentic, they wouldn't use that, you know? I like that. Right. I hope, I hope he's a clairvoyant. Well, she was talking about how she hadn't had sex in Nashville since she's been there. She'd been there two years. And then she said something about shaking, not just hands. And that, that was oh. another thing that I don't, don't you say that to, to Cal? Yeah. Yeah, no, because then he laughs and goes, whatever you say, or then like looks away like a distant Care Bear stare. It gets uncomfortable for everybody. (laughs) A Care Bear stare. Yeah, Uh, it does seem like most of them um, talked about how hard it is dating. But one of them, which one was it? He said he moved there to date, which I was like, moving to Nashville to date seems bold. It does. I, I know. I can't remember who that was. Now that you say that, but I do remember somebody saying it. But what I can't. I can't imagine moving to any city to date. Is is? I mean, is that? Do people do that? Other I than like know. leaving the small town that I grew up in, like that was like, oh, not staying here. I knew that, but like to actually like just pick a, a booming metropolis. Like you know what? I'm gonna. I think that's pretty neat. I mean. I'd move there for a job, not a dong, but maybe that's what people do nowadays. <laughs> the kids are doing it different. Yeah. And then, um, oh, I got me, who was, oh, well, it doesn't matter. But they were also um, talking about so Clinton Gina. That was the one where he's like a competitive sailor and he has a flight simulator in his house and he likes to be oh, outdoors. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, has her own business and she has that salon and it's just, she's very active, but she mostly likes to go out for like food and live music. So I thought I was, I was like, okay, this is kind of, it's probably good. They're both very active and maybe she'll get him, you know, out of the flight simulator and, and to a bar and he'll get her to, uh, you know, go competitive sailing, which hopefully yeah, we get to he- see some of. I was going to say, didn't he say he did that professionally? That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get to know that. Like, we didn't look at me. I'm like, we didn't get to spend that much time with them. But I feel like I I got a feel, you know, I got a little feel. I mean, I just think it's like you don't really get the salt and pepper, the true flavor until we have a little time with them. And especially if they're being put in scenarios where they have to like interview answer. It's like exactly because I I was judging some of the interview answers like, oh, you sound really canned right now. Like this feels very but it wasn't really their fault because they were given that. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I I mean, Eris and Jasmine seemed like a good match, and she's like a cheerleading coach, and she was a big pageant girl, but then she didn't come off as a pageant girl. I will say, um, and I won't get into it, but there was a, I was a little thrown off when Cal says that she breeds dogs. I, mm. um, mm-hmm. especially since she's, she's, I think she's pretty young. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah. it just seems like a thing, a weird thing to pick up. Um, and I won't uh, get into it. I'll just say I ha- very happily picked up a cat out of a shelter last Monday, and she is loving oh. her best life. Um, oh. And uh, you know, we'll we'll learn more about that from Jasmine. I'm assuming. So I will not go off. And if you have any reason to wonder why I'm not thrilled about it, just do some googling. But we'll see you know, what happens. Right, right. Yep. It's, that was a quick little something that, that Kale mentioned and yeah, we'll give it the benefit of the doubt. See, see what's going on. But yeah, I was sort of thrown off by that too. Um, well, and then he was talking about how he got into a nonprofit to help underrepresented and incarcerated people. And I was like, well, this seems like, he seems like a good egg, that guy. I mean, I, I'm sure at some point it'll all everyone's gonna turn us piss us off at some point this season. But well, and I was like, now is he is he living a second life somewhere where his closet full of clothes or is how or is he a mama's boy? Where again, he's like, did your mom fold? Cal uh, was like, did your mom do all your laundry and fold it in this bag? And he was like, yeah, maybe. I mean, so I, and I think, and again, not being an ageist here, but I think he was 39 or 40. And there's part of me that's like, where, why aren't your clothes in your closet? Why is your mom doing your laundry? Little couple of questions just surface for me. A hundred percent. I definitely agree with you. And I, cause I, I, John wasn't like looking when Pepper started saying, is this your closet? And John was like, is she closet shaming someone? And I said, there's two things hanging in there and he yeah. lives in this house. So that's right. a very small amount of things to have. But then it turned out, like you said, it was all because I guess his mom had just done his laundry. So let's not you know, we're going to have to, we're, we got some things to keep an eye on. We have to take a knee. <laughs> we have to take a knee after this initial sort of get to know you visit with this new cast. And we need to give them an episode or two to kind of get into our hearts or our assholes. I don't know yeah. which <laughs> it's going to be yet. Um, and it's not, I feel like sometimes I try to be like a conspiracy theorist with this, like this franchise, like, but the home visits now these drop-ins okay they claim that the the candidates or the the whatever cast members are not expecting them and i do believe that but there there has to be a window or something because they all had on makeup they were all dressed really nicely they look put together and um, they were home shit. they were home yeah and <laughs> obviously there's a camera that is inside their home capturing sweet little pep's face when she knocks on the door or vice versa and i'm not saying it has to be like what was that thing when you were with ed mcmahon years like if you won you won something do you know what i'm talking publisher's about publisher's clearing like, house publisher it's not like a that for for you young kids it was you know it's not like you won something and they just knock on your door and show up with balloons and scare the shit out of you or whatever but <laughs> it just seemed a little like they might have known more than 20 minutes ahead of time. That's all. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, that's all under investigation. And uh, yeah. we will so we'll never find out the truth, but we'll come up with our own no. theories. And then we'll just yeah. stick to them and act like they're real. I was, um, <laughs> I would say you guys deserve answers and I'm the gal who's going to make them up for you. So <laughs> stay tuned. I want to, um, because I don't think there's a, too much else to say about this, I want to get into the wellness trends that we found, don't yes. you think? But I but I do want to mention one thing before uh, we stop this this topic is uh, the the w- Jalissa I think her name was she was cool like she's pretty she but she really wanted she had the to be pole, matched. right 
Yes, I think that was her that had the poll. She really yes. wanted to um, be matched, and yeah. she really, really wanted to meet someone. And I didn't. I this is the first season for some reason I've ever thought about, and maybe it's because they showed more of the people they didn't pick. This is the first season I think I've ever thought about <laughs> being really desperate to have someone match you getting on try like I'm going on fucking married at first sight I'm gonna figure it out I'm just gonna get matched I'm just gonna do it on tv and then them being like sorry we couldn't find anyone for you. yeah I know I mean that talk about the re- the rejection in in dating alone but then to be rejected from the experiment <laughs> you know it's it, it's humbling and I liked her yeah, yeah, that it just <sighs> probably it probably that's probably not a that's probably worse she, than uh, Dr. Pepper showing up unexpected. So she got dumped by Married at First Sight season sixteen. You know she that's sure like did. part of her legacy now. But it's all it's, she's going to be known for. Just kidding. All that in the poll. No, yeah. come hang out with us, girl. I like Nashville. I'll come there. We'll take you for a drink. Um, yes, yes. All right now. Let's get into these wellness trends, uh, and and don't forget. Obviously, next week is the premiere of on next Wednesday is the premiere, so we'll have a nice, fully loaded episode about Married at First Sight, I'm sure. And we will uh, today. We will when we go over to Patreon, we'll just do our dumb predictions based off of nothing because we did that last year. Since there's not a lot else to to guess with right now, um, uh, gut, and we're going to keep doing. Our guts are good, Sarah. We got to yeah. go with our guts with the predictions, and that's what we're using. Yeah, and then and we'll keep talking these these wellness trends, but we're gonna we're gonna jump into a few of them for this podcast to round out this guy. Um, I I will say I sent you this one that was from Pure Wow. The um, yes, yeah. the six. <laughs> it says that the spe- blah, 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 wellness trends that will be everywhere in twenty twenty three, and I will say the second one is completely my jam at this point and i am not surprised i I think that a lot of people are doing this now and i don't know if it's like from pandemic and people just decided they don't need to go out late anymore they're calling it the arp special but it's basically (laughs) that everyone people of all ages are eating dinner earlier at times previously only preferred by older people so we're seeing a shift to earlier special yeah we're seeing a shift to earlier dinner reservations across the hospitality industry. And with an additional information people can get from wearables, people are informed of the effects of a late dinner has on their sleep readiness and recovery. So they're wanting to eat. I just wanted to eat earlier because I want to get home earlier. And I yeah. have one friend that still I- is like a late night person. So when we do a girl's dinner, there's like, sh- sh- I'm, and when she says eight o'clock, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? 8 p.m. <laughs> that is really funny. And I don't even think I thought about it for myself, but I, you know, I'm a night owl. I've always been, I always have been, but I feel like anywhere out, out of away from my couch and my, my robe after 7 p.m. feels like something's wrong. You know, and it's like, you're right. It's just, I wonder, is that just a post-COVID feeling? Like, kind of like, oh, get home, be safe. Or, I don't know. Or is it just age? 
It's I I don't know no because they're saying people of all ages because like like we discussed when you were here a couple of weeks ago for my holiday party and you were at Tipsy Cow the bar on my corner and I went up there at one o'clock to to surprise you and say hello and I didn't even know that bar was still open at one one a.m. because usually. <laughs> Obviously, during COVID, they were, you know, or when it was that weird thing where it was like bars had to close at 10 instead of one oh, for right, some reason. Right. I guess they thought yeah. people got too loose or something. Um, <laughs> so every bar was closing at 10. So then they just kept that for a long time. So it was actually, I was happy for the the establishment that people are coming in at 1 a.m. Because for bartenders, that's, you know, they want to work. They want to make money. And when I, and I used to bartend. So I was always a really late night person. I would eat dinner late. I would everything. I like 8 p.m. was kind of the norm for me to go the out norm. to dinner. Yeah. And and now I'm I'm I mean, we had, you know, if I if I can't find a 545 reservation, I don't even know how to handle my business. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're so right. Like that, even because I think about that. OK, for example, New Year's Eve, we would go to dinner, like make a reservation for like, you know, 9 30 10 o'clock so that by the time you were done with dinner or something we'd be at the bar and you know ring in the new year and now i'm like that's unacceptable that's i mean i don't even this might be one of the first years for me that i don't even see midnight probably not but have you do you go to bed before midnight on new year's eve have you ever done that i've gone to bed before midnight on new year's eve just because um as I think we've kind of discussed a little bit before, like I was always work, like I was always working New Year's Eve, either bartending, and then when I started doing stand up, New Year's Eve was like a good, a fun time to work, and that seems not as, I mean, I did last year, but, um, and so the first time I didn't have to work on New Year's Eve, I just like sat home, watched TV, and was like in bed by ten or eleven or something, like that's you know that's, but. I guess we try to we try to stay up. We're we're going to a, yeah. a, a a New Year's Eve party this Saturday, so I'm guessing we'll stay till midnight. But maybe we won't. We might leave at seven forty five. Oh man, I honestly I don't know. I I think that I'm glad to hear that this is popular right now because this is something I can take on board and feel good about. Yeah, I'm. I'm. They don't really know why, other than they think it's saying that people um, are trying to be healthier and sleep better, and not. But I think it's just because we're all, uh, we all just like to be at home. <laughs> well, that's now. what I was gonna say. Is that like it's not? I mean, I guess that's shame on me, but um, it has nothing to do with the the benefits to my health. You know what I mean? Like it's just me feeling like a curmudgeon who wants to be cozy and take her bra off earlier. Yeah, right. Um, here's one that I think probably got really probably sent you into a bit of a tizzy. So I had to bring I have to bring it up. And I guess this is I, I must be out of the loop because I've never heard this term before. They're making it sound like everyone's been using it for a while. It's called movement snacks. <laughs> I who the fuck is making this up? Who is who? Can you Please continue. <laughs> more and more studies are finding breaking up your exercise regimen into smaller movement 
snacks throughout the day is not only perfectly healthy, it can be more beneficial than forcing yourself to do one longer work, work workout. Okay. So, but, so just breaking up your workout routine, doing 15 minutes of yoga in the morning, doing 20 minutes of walking in the afternoon, doing a little something at night when you get home from work or if you, or if you don't work from home or whatever. But why, why was that to be fucking called movement snacks? Well, no, no, you don't get to call anything snacks if there's not a snack involved. Okay. This is misleading. It's misrepresentation and it's, it's horseshit, frankly, and I'm not happy with it at all. Well, and, and I guess they could, and then they try to get witty in this article. They're like, bite-sized spurts of exercise throughout the day can be just as effective as one long workout. Oh, fuck off. Oh, bite-sized. Fuck you. <laughs> a mo- movement snacks. I mean, that's just somebody who thinks, like, loves the sound of their own voice, thinks so highly of themselves, high fives a mirror every time they have a good idea, came up with movement snacks and got, I hate this, <laughs> these people. This person, I don't know who they are. This this does actually almost. I'm like I'm not at range, I knew it. but I'm not far off. I am oh, not no, far I, off. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew. It. I was actually like I couldn't wait. It's like I wanted to provoke you, like a like a psycho. You love it. You love to press my buttons, and you know what? I'm gonna take a big movement on the movement snacks. <laughs> Well, I, if I okay, can you imagine? I was putting, I was thinking about this this morning when I saw that. I'm like, if I sat down with my doctor, and she said, um, "Sarah, I think you need to exercise more," which I would say I, that's not possible. I already I exercise plenty. But if she said, maybe um, you know, because all right, I'm in my 40s. It's a little tougher sometimes to shed the pounds, even though I work out like crazy, whatever. And if she said to me, you know what, you could do is just break up your workout into just just little movement snacks throughout the day. I would punch her in the face. No. I I might I yeah. snack on this and give her my fist. I don't understand why why can't we why does everyone have to talk why can't we just say like oh just break up your exercise routine. Yeah. I mean I, small, I guess it's yeah, shorter yes. shorter Shorter little exercise sessions throughout the day. It's like shorter little, you know, when people would eat six to eight meals a day instead of three squares. Movement snacks is a cry for help. It's somebody (laughs) whose dad didn't hug them enough when they were young. It's someone whose sister was prettier than they are. And it was constantly brought up. They feel like they've lived their life in the shadows. And they're like, you know what? This is my time. It's called movement snacks. I... (laughs) hate this person, Sarah. And (laughs) I am hopefully they don't listen to the podcast. Well, no, I hope they do. Because, (laughs) you know, I'd like to have a a sit down of, you know, just a heart to heart about they they need to want more for themselves. This isn't what they want to be known for some dumb fucking trendy, misleading title to something that is so basic and ordinary and makes sense. But guess what? You make me never want to exercise ever. Okay. You know, that's it. I'm starting to lose it. I'll be okay. Okay. Oh, thank you. That ha- You had all the venom I expected you to have uh, well, towards that. And I didn't. Title. You really sort of set me up there a little bit. That was like Peps asking an interview question to one of the people. I mean, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was mad today until just yeah. now. Basically, I just showed up and went through your underwear drawer and uh, 
you felt exposed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel sexy. So there's that. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. D- did you see the one about wander love? Um, k- a, d- a dating trend. This is, I don't know Ooh. if that's really- Yeah, I kind of like this one. After being stuck at home during COVID lockdowns, folks are very interested in traveling, and that extends to their love lives. According to a survey, women, by the Women First Dating and Social, oh, by Bumble. So a Bumble survey, which they could have made this sentence shorter if they just said that, uh, (laughs) it says Bumble members are more open to travel and be in relationships with people who are not in their current city. So they're expanding dating app locations a little wider and uh, taking a chance on long distance love. And this person called it wander love. I, you know, I know I might sound like the Grinch of any new idea, but I like that. I think wander love makes sense. There's, it's not misleading. I don't, I don't know. I'm not walking into this thinking I'm going to get a snack. I think this makes sense. And I, I think this makes more sense than moving to a city to date, you know? It does. Yes, it does. I Because, I mean, unless you're just so sick, I can understand being like, I got to get out of this town, hate everyone here, I'm going to move to another city. Uh, but yeah. um, moving to a city, a large city to date just seems overwhelming, but what do I know? But I, uh, you know, expanding the parameters and saying, yeah, I'm willing to meet you. Now, I understand the difficulty in this is, um, when do you actually get to meet that person? Right. When does, right. Right. When, when do you actually get to say like, Oh, I know that I live in, um, in Seattle and you live in Florida, which is uh, a very long flight. So, and a real long drive. So I can understand that (laughs) the difficulties, it seems like you'd have to have like the finances to try something like this, I guess. Right. Right. No, I agree. I mean, the finances and the patience, but man, I think it sounds nice. I mean, I know you and and your husband, you spent years dating and married, were living in different places, and it sounds really nice, if you ask me. And again, no offense to my current, um, you know, emergency contact. I love that he's nearby all the time. But I don't think it's a bad idea. And I, it, even if like, even if, okay, say you're in Seattle or whatever, you know, maybe the Pacific Northwest, you're open to like, you know, Portland and different areas of Washington and things like that. And then you could, I mean, shit, you could do Florida. And if you want to meet up and it's worth it and it's hot, one of you might move or not. I think it sounds lovely. Yeah, and I think that you're probably right. It's probably more practical. Like the practical uh, version is not uh, Florida and, and Seattle. Like I said, it's probably more like uh, I live at people that live in Orange County. Open it up to San Diego and Carlsbad, and uh, or, or even people in LA. Open it up to a couple hours away or Palm Springs. Like different, you know, something something within a yeah. reasonable driving distance where you can actually meet the person sooner than later if you guys really hit it off. But um, like you said, especially, I mean, first dating, yeah, it's nice to get to spend time together. But yeah, my husband and I did, and we've spent all kinds of time apart. And we're, you know, we're doing great. Yeah, I, again, I just can't tell you how nice it sounds. I think it sounds really <laughs> nice. And um, 
I someone's, I'm, someone's been I'm in a house with her. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been. Have yeah. you been in a house with your significant other for for a few days for a little while? Yeah, for yeah. a little while. The holidays, holidays. are long sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I I do I like that idea. I think it's exciting too. I think if you're single and especially with like more people working from home where location is less restricting when it comes to jobs and stuff like that. Like there's so many opportunities. What if like you meet some, like you meet somebody in Chicago and you visit and you're like, I love this city. I'm going to move that. You know, I think that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think it's uh, I think Look, it's a I can idea. be positive, Sarah. <laughs> I can be, my heart is pure. I can be open to new ideas, things that I, I don't shit on everything. No, I know. And I think um, this is the new Mary. It's 2023 is coming around the corner and you're just going to be mm-hmm. just just a ray of sunshine. And mm-hmm. um, I think I'm interested to hear, you know, if any of our listeners are, well, you, you can always post about it in our, on our socials. Um, you know, we have the Facebook group I mentioned, Are You My Podcasters? And then we have our, uh, are you my podcast Instagram? If any of you are are doing a little opening it up to long distance because it is shitty being it is not shitty. It's not shitty being single. It's good being single. Like you can be happy being single. By the way, I yell this all the time to people because I was. Yeah, you happy can being single. Yeah, like Mary could be real happy being single right now. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to bury Mark's body on the way. Um, just, I just need a day. But anyway, yes, go ahead. <laughs> um. No, I think that uh, if you are looking to meet someone and you feel like everywhere you go in your neighborhood or in your usual places and all that stuff, you're like, I see the same people and I see the same people on the app and all this. Open it up and see what happens. Yeah, I think that's I, – I, I like that. I think it's it lends itself to adventure. It lends itself to new experiences. Um and uh, just a little PSA um, from Aunt Nana here. If you are going to travel to see someone that you've never met, make sure that everybody knows where you're going and, and maybe you wear a little tracking device or something. Just be safe about it. But yes, I, I like it. And uh, I'm thinking yes. about seeing what's going on in Boston. No, I'm <laughs> totally kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I know. It's been a long, long couple of you're, weeks. But you're just you thinking know. about renting in a hotel room in Boston and locking yourself in there for two days. That's all you're That's thinking all about. That's all I doing. want. It's all I want, Sarah. You but know me. That is a good uh that's a good good advice is to do it safely. Um that that will be the same with this one that they say uh there's vacation destinations. It's called sleep tourism. And you, ch- you usually choose vacation destinations based based on restaurants and museums. Well, I don't pick them because uh, of museums, but um, <laughs> it says people are starting to travel, uh, use travel experiences specifically designed to improve their quality of s- sleep. Sarah, so, like, yes, Sarah, this I just read the next line. Is it weird that the the phrase pillow menus just made my nips? hard i'm not even kidding (laughs) this sounds wonderful to me it says think pillow menus to ensure you have the most comfortable night based on your favored sleep position rooms specifically designed to block out all outside noise this and boyfriends (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) separate rooms for you and your loved one yeah this sounds lovely 
Does this sound yeah. lovely to you, or am I just a vampire? No, it sounds great. I I think uh, I I am very picky about hotels that I sleep in because of all the travel I have done, and and because if if any of you know uh, enough about stand up comedy, especially when you're when you're doing it in the beginning, you're not exactly staying at you know sometimes one time I had to wear socks in a shower. Okay, so it's, <laughs> yes, I know you. I know that. <laughs> once you start working more and f- you get a little more picky about where uh, you stay and just in general and hotels too. But I, I mean, and vacations too, but I, I, in a way do that already because we usually go on beach vacations because I sleep really well by the beach. Just like the noise or what is it? Uh, it's the noise. It's, I mean, the first, sometimes the first day we get there, when we just go lay down, uh, you know, by the, by the ocean on a, on a lounge, on a lounger, I could just, I could just be asleep all day and not even feel like I missed a thing. Oh. And same goes for at nighttime with the wind open and hearing the ocean. Like I sleep really well by the beach for some reason. I was probably some form of algae in a former life, but um, <laughs> I see you as a, like a feisty little seahorse. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, that's nicer than algae. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but that is interesting. And I'm sure there are, I mean, you got to find out if there's a place with pillow menus anywhere in Philadelphia and just go give yourself a couple (gasps) nights there and get back to us. Pillow menus. I'm willing to travel for a pillow menu. I'm going to expand my parameters for pillow menus. I'm going to look outside. my. No, I I have to say, so for Christmas, um, I was at my brother's in Las Vegas and in the guest room, he has uh, like a sleep number bed. So like at each side, you can do your own thing. I don't know. Have you ever slept yeah, in those? I haven't, okay. but I know what the- For yeah. me, <clears throat> I would say this is my first time and what a treat, okay? This was some of the best. And the best part was is Mark could be where he wanted his knees up a little bit. He wanted his head up. It also sort of saved us because I uh, tend to snore when I'm on my back a little bit. And uh, Mark was able to just adjust me to basically almost an upright position. I felt like I could have touched my fucking toes at one point. Um, but it stopped my snoring and it allowed for us to both have a nice nice night's sleep. Wait, so when you were snoring, he just, t- he just like reached over and adjusted your side of the bed yeah that and did you wake up no that is yeah okay i didn't i i mean i knew what they were but i didn't really know about all that like i didn't know you could like fuck with someone else's side so oh yeah he had he had the controls he was he was the he was the captain of the the sleep ship and (laughs) He got us to our destination safely and soundly, and it was really nice. And then, like during the day, if we were watching something, we'd put it where our knees were up, and our it was just really nice. And I just want to go on a sleep vacation or whatever the fuck that was just called that we read about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people should go on a sleep tourism vacation or whatever it is. Yes. Um, Listen, we got some more of these to discuss because they are super fun. And we're going to go over to Patreon and and, and keep going. Um, it is 
fun over there. And then if you uh, you get Thursday bonus content, it will be um, you know uh, heavy on the Married at First Sight bonus content on Thursdays. And then on Sundays, it is just fun, fun episodes. And all of that is for $7 a month. So it's eight, eight episodes basically a month for seven bucks a month. We would love to have you over there. If not, we will see you next Thursday for the premiere, the big premiere of this season. I can't season. believe it. I can't it's believe it's here, Kuda. I am very excited. <laughs> oh, girl. Well, let's head over there. And I love you. And thank you, listeners. Thank you for your support. And we'll we'll be here next week. Yes. Thanks, guys. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?